This podcast contains the best of those bad words and may contain difficult discussions of all things related to love, particularly the bad parts. Hello, and welcome to Battle of Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mallory. I'm Tamu. Today, we are going to talk about only a few weeks late. <laughs> well, I feel like we're still timely for a change. For a change. Uh, crazy Rich Americans. Americans, no. Crazy Rich Asians. Wow. They're completely different. They are. Very much so. So we went to the movies and saw Crazy Rich Asians. Not sure why the Americans popped out first, but that's racist. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, technically they are Americans because they're all whatever Americans, Asian Americans of some ilk. So, well, are not far off. So the movie itself was fantastic. I think it was great. It was a fun watch. It's been a while since I've been able to just sit and enjoy a film. I was happy to give them my coins. Anytime we can give people of color some money and let people know that, oh, wow, other... <laughs> People really want to see other people of color on the screen is amazing. It's, well, yeah, it's sort of one of those interesting, I mean, with women, we've had that problem where they make the one film, and that was the biggest issue with this was um, a lot of people said, oh, it could have had more, it could have done more, but they had to make a film that they knew would make it big, because if they fuck it up... Then they'll never then, get another shot yeah. for another 20 years. Exactly. And we've seen that with the women where they've been like, it proves that we can get numbers with all women cast. I think that any people of color, any of those type of films, like it's like you have to have the perfect movie in order for them to continue. And I have heard rumors down the mill that uh, since this movie has been such a big oh, hit. I'm sure they're going to make the rest of them now. <laughs> more Asian actors are being call casted and asked for so that's great if that's the truth that's always awesome so i think it's lovely i felt about the same way except not i mean like i didn't cry the moment that i saw stuff on the screen but i felt just as proud as i felt when i saw black panther so yes i felt that great sense of pride and i can only imagine how asian people feel watching this movie to get to see people like them on the screen as well in huge roles and, mm-hmm. you know. And the entire films And the whole film. And Asian people of different ilks. Right. Which was really good as well. So, yeah. It was nice. very enjoyable, I think. I mean, it proved, too, because, I mean, the script was really great, but for the most part, the story itself is retold. I mean, it is a Cinderella story. Sure. Just done in a very different, amazing mm-hmm. way. And in so it just The proves. most ostentatious way you could ever <laughs> possibly imagine. I mean, these people are rich. Holy crap. <laughs> Some shit, man. Uh, rich yeah. Which you could never even think about. Not even lifestyles of the rich and famous rich. I, I mean, there were... I think about every five minutes, I probably glanced over you and was like, what the fuck? Out of control. <laughs> rich, rich, rich. I can't even imagine being that rich. Like, no. I, I'd be like, am I alive? <laughs> like, is this real life right now? Am I think I it wouldn't alive? matter because you'd be born into it and you'd be like, this is just my life. I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. The beginning of the film was so great, too. <laughs> Those first, like, five minutes 
where the white people are just like, mm, whatever. Oh, and, yeah. Like, snuff her or whatever. British racism. Yeah, yeah. And then she leaves and then comes back and just like, oh, clean up. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's, it's a, we might have spoilers. We should have probably said that in the beginning. The I will title. say yeah. that I was a little bit annoyed with the main male character, the rich guy, because like. He's too perfect? No. You don't let someone just roll up into some scene like that blind. Not knowing yeah. that your family is like a bajillion, bajillion, bajillion dollars rich and also super traditional and bitchy AF. Like, yeah, if how she, did you? Had she not even had like a glimpse of a little bit somehow? She was not she making it. No. She barely made it. She barely she made didn't it. Even she didn't even know because basically it was like on the plane ride. Oh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was only because she insisted. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. Oh, this is fine. Don't worry about it. We're just in first, upper first class for no reason. Right. Because my parents have some business dealings, you know. And she's like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, wait. Are you rich? Yeah. 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 And then, you know, Aquafina's character, the fact that she's just like, no, they're rich. Like, they're rich. Mm-hmm. Rich. Rich, 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 rich. Well, like, what they're... I'm going to say to you is like, okay, so here we are, same scenario. We're on the plane. We find out that the, our man is a billionaire. <laughs> I'm going to stop to Google because I'm pretty sure I got yeah. free Wi-Fi in ultra first class. That's true. I'm freaking Googling this fool to see what the hell I'm getting myself into. Yeah, I probably would have as well. You don't even need Wi-Fi anymore. As soon as you're up in the air, like, your technology is allowed to be used nowadays, I think. No, it's not. you got to pay for it. I use it anyway. Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) But, yeah, you have to actually pay for Wi-Fi on most flights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's, um, yeah, there's no way that I wouldn't have been like, what the fuck? But that's, I guess, her personality. Where she's just like, well, I trust him. So, but no, there's no way that I, I mean, she was getting information from him when she was like, okay, so who but are But not your, real information. Not like, oh, and by the way, my mom is a massive cunt. Yeah. And also, my aunts are shady bitches. And also, like, all the drama that's going on behind the scenes. Like, how could you not let someone know what she's getting into so she can at least prepare? My God. Talk about a trial by fire. Some bullshit. Yeah. We'd have broken up because of that. <laughs> Don't give a shit how much money and how hot you are. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you sure? Mm-hmm. Because you have to prepare and get into a certain mindset. She sure. got blindsided quite oh, yeah. a bit. Well, yeah. I mean, listen. Once them bitches put a fucking dead fish in my oh, room. Oh, that part I would have been like, and I'm out. She actually handled that really well. Because uh-uh. she's like, this is what happened. And, and I was that like, makes me kidding? angry because she's from New York. Right. And that is not how we fucking do it. Okay? What would you no. have done then? No, you put clap it in back. Room? You clap back. Okay? <laughs> so That's how would you have clapped That's when you put the back? Vaseline on your face. You take your earrings off and you start scrapping with these bitches. Okay? They can't fight. <laughs> they're too worried about their face so you know you're gonna win fucking hit them with the fish in the face <laughs> oh my god i was like no she's oh she's gonna get mad right she's she's gonna no, no she nope, did it she's gonna be classy but fine maybe that's the culture i don't think that's the culture she just was like i'm not gonna let these bitches get to me i'm not gonna let them know that this dead fish in my goddamn bed is irritating well, so, I mean, minimally, it would have been really hard for me not even to say something, like, at the party, like, when they're all dancing and going crazy. It would have been really difficult for me it not to It would have been have, really difficult like, for to me. to go out and be like, what the fuck was that? Not to set their rooms on fire. 
But she said she didn't want to... I think she was because she was trying to be the whole... Sure. His mom. Right. He was trying to be like, okay, this is how the game is played. I'll play the game. Right. And, and she... And we wouldn't have played. got <laughs> caught up in her games theory, and that's cool, but she still didn't make it till the very, very end when she finally figured it out. And I was just like, you know what? No. 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 You don't get to treat people like that. I don't give a shit. Because I'm from Queens. Although I don't know how tough you... I guess you could be tough from Queens. No offense to people from Queens. You know, I'm just saying... <laughs> But this chick was not tough, and that was really a discredit to all of us New Yorkers, because I was like, I know she's going to get mad. I know she, I know, I know something's about to happen. And then it didn't. I was really kind of disappointed. But maybe that's the reason why he was attracted to her, because the rest of his family is like that. I don't think they're like that, where they're going to, like, fight somebody. I think that they would just be like, okay, well, now you're cut off from our society, and now you're cast aside and you are no longer part of this rich, fancy world <laughs> where I'm not already from that world. And so, and then <laughs> when this bitch told, like, got the investigators and finally told. Oh, that was insane. That is like. Well, just, I, I mean, the way they went about it, making it be like, you knew all this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you talking about? This is brand new information to me, too. Yeah, that was kind How of. How shitty. Yeah. How Shitty. It, oh my god. Well, and especially since I was disappointed because it just proved how deep that goes. Mm-hmm. Because the grandmother loved her. For, yeah. Everything for five was minutes. perfect, yeah, for everything. So I legitimately thought, and then the fact that she said, You can't because you did this. Mm-hmm. How, why? How come you're assuming that shit? Exactly. So. Right. Well, because she's American. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah. So regardless. This is the same thing within Black Panther and the issues that I had, not issues, but that same feeling right. of other and why Killmonger did what he did. Right. Is because no matter what, we are not from that right. place. And so you could be Chinese, you could be Korean, you could be whatever, but you're not from there. You're not born there. You're American. So then your whole ideal is different. And the amount of shade and the amount of vitriol you'll get from people from the birth nations that we come from is like, well, you're not, I mean, like, so, okay, right, but you're not really us. Now, do you think, because this kind of brings up a point, the reason why most of that, especially in the movie, they did talk about this, where they said it's a lot of it has to do with because tradition, like by going to America, you kind of just yeah, but a lot of these people behind. didn't have to, and they didn't want to leave their traditions behind. They had no choice, right? But that is part of it. Mm. And so, do you think that that's like with Black Panther and with Crazy Rich Asian? Sorry, I couldn't say that word for a second. Wow, Rich Asian. There we go. The rich part that's just tripping you up. Yeah, it is. Because to me, like rich is just I can't. It, <laughs> I've never seen the highest rich I've seen is m- probably my grandparents who had like a million dollar home at one point. Mm-hmm. But like I've never seen <laughs> it should super rich Asians. Yeah, I haven't seen the super rich mm-hmm. up close ever, and so it's still mind boggling to me. But just do you think that that's it's the American thing? It's the the whole. Do you think that's and I mean look at American Gods. I don't know if you ever actually watched that show or read the book, but. No. Same sort of ideal is in there, where it's like you go to America and you kind of forget your old gods, your old well, process, you know. And unfortunately, it is slightly different because well, you brown people right. didn't brown have people a choice, forced. right? So yes, we didn't have the option of keeping. Right, our you were stolen, things. and well, same with Native Americans. 
white people came in and, and were like, we're going to beat it. Stuff. Yeah, we're going right. to beat it out of you if you ever speak your language. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it so then you are So some of us didn't have the option things. of keeping things with us and right. we kept whatever we could as we went forward as you went. and passed that stuff down. And things obviously became part of this American culture because mm-hmm. that's what we knew and we're unfortunately or fortunately we are all rooted in at this point in time. So it's sort of victim blaming. For them, it's that I mean it's that whole like you got that caste stuff going mm-hmm. on and you know you're rich or poor, what families you were born into and all of that kind of stuff, which still happens here oh, regardless yeah. of your under ethnicity. A, diff- a different veil. You know, it's just nowadays. all about, you know, where your families are from, blah blah blah. Especially the higher up you go. Well look at our politics. Well, I, I feel like we can't really equate it at this point. No, I'm just saying even before 45, in order to be a politician and up in that, you have to have a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even change anything but if you are... there's a... I guess it's maybe the the folklore of it being that anybody could become president. Right. You know, I mean... <laughs> New tradition. I want to say... <laughs> I want to say, like, Obama, anybody could become president, but... He still had lots of advantages. Granted, he didn't come up with those, but eventually he he was able to to obtain those. But that's what everybody would consider the American dream, though. The idea that like you come from nothing and then you work hard. Technically, capitalism. He's not American, so whatever. (laughs) (laughs) The African American dream, I guess. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, just African. Oh, just African. But the the idea was is the the fact of yeah, there's that like you don't work with the traditions, you don't know well, you the don't background know stuff. Well, how we were would able I? exactly to, right? You know, you know, you find out her mom left for reasons that she had to leave because she was fearful for herself and her unborn child. Some shit sometimes shit happens, and you just got to do what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't make you less of or less than right. just because your circumstance is different. I mean, the fact that. She's a professor. She, you know, is Asian. She was Chinese, which was what needed to happen. Like, she ticked off all the boxes, except the fact that she was American. Right. Which, I guess, is, says something about being American in general. Like, nobody fucking wants you. They do and they don't. <laughs> it's such a weird... I mean, having gone overseas a few times, it's such a weird... Like, people look down on you because you're a tourist, because that's what Americans are, right? Well, yeah, terrible But then, ones. like, when you aren't the tourist part, when you're the, I'm behind the scenes, I'm living with you, mm-hmm. and hanging out and stuff, then it's a whole different conversation, whether you want to talk about the fact of, like, oh, the world over in America, you have all this freedom, you have all this, and it's a, it's so weird. It's like on the, if they don't know you at all, then it's... Ugh, touristy American just coming in here doing their money thing. And then when you do know them, it's a, oh, but you're from America. Right. Yeah. Then it's so great. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last time I came over here, I was trying to explain to people, because I was in Ireland at the time, and that was when, before the election, and Trump was starting to make a bigger rise, but nothing had been, not, primaries hadn't happened yet, like all that kind of stuff. Such an idyllic time. Right. But everyone kept telling me like, yeah, but it's not actually going to happen, oh. you know? And every time gun violence would happen, they're like, yeah, but it's not really an issue. And I'm like, I actually don't want to go home right now because that is my greatest fear. These things are happening. 
there had just been a, a mass shooting that had occurred in Minnesota. I'm like, I, I don't want to go back, actually, because it's terrifying that this stuff is happening. And they're like, but America! Yeah, and they're like, but America's so great, but America, like... People aren't that stupid. People aren't that. And I'm like, but they're there and it's happening this far, which that's, that's a red flag. And I still, to this day, like two years, three years later, I think it's been now, almost three. I think in my head, I wonder what they're thinking now. Like after we've had those multiple conversations and whether or not they believe me now. Well, now that a giant Trump baby is floating all over Europe. Yeah. (laughs) Perhaps. Yeah, because, and it's just because out there they have, again. Well, and also, I mean, at America different, different parts, like Brexit, like you're, yes. we're starting to see quite the rise in white supremacy across the globe. So I just saw something, I watched a video, I think Amanda Seals posted it, or I was watching, looking at something else where this guy was on a subway station platform in Belgium and basically people started telling him to go back to his country and they tried to get violent with him and he went ham and fucked them up and I was like, yep! (laughs) And everybody else on the platform was like, yep! (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like, like, what? I mean, like, into the train tracks. And he was like, fucking somebody up and I was like yup that's just how it has to be because they step to you and they don't think you're gonna do something and then when you do they're like oh no and everybody on the platform was like yup that's what you get and they were trying to help him out like trying to get him back on the platform and you know all that kind of stuff but it's everywhere it's happening it's a thing that's going on in this sad sad crazy tragic world right now oh yeah tragic sad Americans that's our movie <laughs> stupid poor americans <laughs> well it is i mean one of my favorite lines is when they were uh feeding the kids when uh, eat your McNuggets. <laughs> yeah the, eat your chicken mcnuggets he's like dude there are starving people in america right now eat your mcnuggets you don't want to look like her she's so skinny she's from america <laughs> I'm sorry, Aquafina's family was the best. The best! The best! <laughs> and apparently they were saying, like, they were slang terms and using Asian slang yeah. terms that none of us would know about. And then I think that when people, Asian people were watching the movie, they were like, yeah, that's so cool that they're doing that stuff without a translation at the bottom or yes. anything like that. And I think that's really great because we just have to figure it out. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's everywhere else in films anyway. Absolutely. So I remember uh, someone posting something about trying to demand almost that the Mahjong scene be a little bit better translated because no one had no any idea what was going on. And I was like, or you could Google it. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's like poker, right? So there it is. It's not like our Mahjong where we're playing it like solitaire with fucking matching right. goddamn symbols. But, well, and the symbols have meanings. <laughs> sure, but they we're not the, but matching we're, them like because, in the game right. that we play here. So the way that they're playing it, the it's each, a game. each symbol had a meaning and her handing over the one that she did had a meaning. And like, even if you don't know, you can par- pretty much gather what was being done and said. Otherwise, Google it. All these other universes, like if you look at uh, Star Wars and stuff, do you know how much stuff flies over people's heads who are not in the Star Wars? But people can still watch the movie and enjoy it and not know exactly what one you know why? was. Because spaceships and explosions. There were no explosions. Well, there were there were <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> there were fireworks. <laughs> Lots there of fireworks. Was, well, there was also And the that, one guy just throw, blowing up a bazooka. Yeah, with that poor woman... <laughs> getting flung back. Uh, uh, but it also shows, you know, 
the differences between men and women, that still that double standard and that misogyny is there. Right. Within this tradition. I mean, it's just what it is. It's where It's everywhere. Something that we all have to break. Like, this was a nice independent girl. She mm-hmm. was her own lady in New York doing her own thing. Her man was eating off of her plate all the time, not ordering his own food. Well, that's the reason why she didn't think he was rich. <laughs> you know, playing basketball at the Y. Uh. <laughs> you go to the scariest part of the gyms when you're... <laughs> because when you're rich, you're like, well, this is fun! <laughs> yeah, can we talk about for a moment, out of all of that rudeness and craziness... He seemed to be the perfect person in all the land. Oh my gosh, he was just amazing. Everywhere. I mean, my goodness. Even, even, yes, I am pissed at him <laughs> right. for what he did, right? But even within that whole construct, he was like, look, I'm sorry that I didn't tell you. Not that that's okay because it's not. Right. He's going to say it. But, you know, like, let's spend time, you and me together. But he wasn't really being fully honest, which really irritated me throughout the whole thing it's like well, okay so then we had, find the rich privilege true we find out that your mama basically didn't raise you because she wasn't favored and so therefore she gave you to her to the grandmother so that she could raise you because that's just how it's done the but, fuck and here's the funny part is the fact that that after all that being like you've been together for a year and you haven't even mentioned a I little know. bit you don't have to say that you're rich no you could easily just spin another you know, story right. and being like, like well you know this was my childhood yeah, i was brought I was up by, by my, my grandma blah 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 none of that <laughs> i mean my fucking god and then he's like marry me okay <laughs> well i mean obviously right because once he takes his shirt off my God, I'm so Logic glad. and reason go out the window. I mean, as a firm believer in how many of my Asian dramedies that I watch, I am so glad this film was not afraid of taking off shirts. Oh, gosh, no, I couldn't. It's American, <laughs> so there's no, there's not going to be any going back on the shirts, right? <laughs> it's like, and again, I was reading an article, they're like, well, we're going to show, like, Asians can mm-hmm. be hunks, they also can be tall, they are, you know, virile, yeah. all these things, they're trying to break all of these stereotypes that we all have about Asians. Most, well, mostly white Americans have. Well, I mean, we all, I'm going to say we all with quotes, we all ha- hear the, the myth about Asians' tiny penises right. and all of this other stuff like that. I mean, right. Listen, Bruce Lee was a hot man. He was... Oh, God, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, oh, no, his penis is tiny. He's tiny. So size was mm. size? I don't know. Even that's different. And I've never experienced an Asian man, so I can't say. I have friends who are married to them. They don't seem to have problems. <laughs> so. It, but all of those are mm-hmm. stereotype mm-hmm. shit. Anyway, I could, I would safely say because they were breaking all those stereotypes and you, you showed me an article too, because while watching the film, a lot of it, while I was thoroughly enjoying it, I kept thinking in my head, I was like, like they were speaking English most of the time. Mm -hmm. They, you know, that kind of stuff. Even when they didn't have to speak English, they were speaking English. Well, apparently only one person could speak Malay, which was. Oh, you mean like in. The guy. Outside of that realm. actually speak the language. But I just mean in that sense. I was like, this is a movie that was definitely made for us, not for right. Chinese people or not for... Not for people in China, right. but for Chinese Americans and Korean right. Americans, all of the Asian Americans Asian Americans it was, Americans made for, it was for more sure. made for. Yes. Because, of, well, because of the ties that were in absolutely there. Absolutely should be. But I just mean in the sense right. of... Because um, they already have all their movies and it's not a big deal for them because they're like, whatever, it's just another movie with Asian right. people in it because that's all you got down there. Exactly. Now, when you start to throw in 
different kinds of Asians, like darker skinned mm. Asians, you know, that kind of a thing. Then you're whole you're throwing a whole other mix in there. But <laughs> we'll start here, because there's black Asians waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> for the Filipinos, although there was one in there that was the the guy who was played um Oliver. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was so beautiful. Though seeing the wedding reminded me of our seeing the photography out there. It did not. It did not remind was, me of that at all. Well, because, because I mean, there was this water was like <laughs> on level twelve. Fucking the chapel just started to fill up with water, and this bitch starts coming down, walking on it in it like she's a damn water sprite. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my god, those dresses probably cost so much money, and yeah. they're all getting soaking wet. Because what did they say? They spent $40 million on that wedding? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought it was gorgeous and beautiful, though. It was gorgeous and beautiful, but my goodness. And I'm pretty sure that there was some meaning behind there, too, with the lights. Yes. Because isn't that a death I have life? no idea. I'm pretty sure that's a death I'm not Asian. Motif. I know that you might think I am, but I'm not. I, I never far have thought you were Asian. <laughs> um, far, far from it. But I just thought it was very lovely and beautiful and over the top. <laughs> oh my God. I can't imagine doing any of the stuff that they did. Like, I, God. But the problem was, like, so when they first got to Singapore, they met with the, the friends. The and friends, then they're like, the guys, this is the normal people life. who are getting married. And then right. they're, like, doing street food and all kinds of shit. And everybody's got on, like, regular clothes. And then the next thing we know, we're at going to bachelor and bachelorette parties. And this chick is wearing, like, a full-on gold sequin jumpsuit, yeah. and she's like, we're going to a spa island, and <laughs> all kinds of crazy shit, and, you know, completely different than who she was, you know, two days ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That part, I was just like, oh my god, no and wonder. I, I feel like that's pretty typical, though, when you're that rich, you have one part of your life, and then you have another, where you're like, I'm the normal person, everything. Also, here's my money! I don't know. Most people will probably be more like, just here's my money. Be more like Ronnie Chang. <laughs> <laughs> but she was with all her rich friends. It's different. Oh, at that point, yes. Yeah. But still. You know, so, but look what happened with, what's, I can't remember the, the character's names, but with the main lead guy and his best friend who was getting married, he mm-hmm. was like, get me They're off like, of this yeah, container of, yes. of sex and debauchery. I just want to go sit on a lake or whatever and drink beer and just chill. And so then that's what they did. And they were super happy about it. They had some pretty good helicopter people. Because oh my God. They landed that on a tiny little rock. Yes, they sure. So. Well, I mean, I mean crazy rich, <laughs> you get the crazy best. I, to me, it would just be one strong gust of wind and plop. That would have been falling <laughs> in the ocean. But life moves on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's wa- he was sitting there and he's like watching football or some shit. I know, on his and it's the iPad. Playing Madden like, you have or some Wi Fi there. Like, in the middle shit. of fucking in nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, there's Wi Fi. <laughs> that's I mean, how you know. My parents you have the best cell plan. My parents live on a big lake, and when you're out in the center, you do get the best reception because there's nothing in the way. That's true. There was nothing in the way but beautiful, be- beautiful, beautiful blue, green. So if you had water. all the money and all the land, would you have a barge? Here. No, I would not. Have an international water. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have my bachelorette or bachelor party in the middle of international waters on a container ship of debauchery. No. But it was funny. It was just like, where is it? And they were just like, oh my god, and it's this huge. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's already there. Of, I don't know anybody. It looks like freaking MTV Spring Break all right. of them mixed up in one. 
<laughs> but see, here's the difference between, like, if I had all of that money and I were to have a huge party, I wouldn't do anything that they did there. Well, no. That's I'd just like, not you. No. So that's but you don't know what, what you would be like if you had all that money. Well, I mean, if I grew up with it, it would be right. very, very mm-hmm. different. Then but if I were would. to suddenly to come into it, though, right. I'd be like, all right, everybody, we're just going to go over here overseas. and." I feel like $40 million dollars for a wedding, you could really shave that down to $2 million and the rest could be utilized to help the poor people surrounding yep. the beauty. <laughs> that was actually one of my friends um, who's adopted. She loved the film Mm -hmm. and she was saying that that was her only issue that she had with the film was that she said there wasn't like there wasn't a ton of culture of showing what was going on in Singapore oh sure 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 so it was more of like you're seeing this one side right and it's like you're seeing so much right you're seeing there's so much more that's going on the movie is called Crazy Rich Asians exactly when it's just regular Asians (laughs) it's a different well my thing was I was like okay they only have so much time (laughs) I'm sure the book goes way more into depth well, and of it's, what's going on. Well, it's a trilogy, on. so there's more than one book. Right. Do you think that the second book is definitely like what I thought it was, which is his sister? I don't know. Going through that divorce and suddenly I don't know, because um, Hillary had sent me this. She reposted something, added me on something on Instagram from Chrissy Teigen, who was just like, I'm so happy that my daughter is now able to go to a movie and see yeah. people who look like her on the screen, and I'm happy to go to a movie and see people who look like me on a screen. And then um, the writer, the author of the book, was like, oh, do you know that John Legend is in his second book, which is Chinese... Chinese rich somethings. And I was just like... And she was like, no, but now he does! (laughs) Do you think that they're going to make the second one? Oh, of course! This movie made a gazillion dollars, so you know what's going to be next. It's the next one. They'll make all three. And then I don't know what they'll do, because... I mean, they made the Joy Luck Club a hundred years ago, and then this. (laughs) And it'll be three rom-coms. The only thing I guess I'm truly honestly surprised at is they only made a sort of reference to drugs one time, I think, in the entire film. What was the... So that was right before the bachelor party, when his friend who threw the bachelor party got off, and he, like, did the nose uh thing, and I was like, oh, so he just did some cocaine. So maybe But, like, there was nothing... Why are you surprised? Because Crazy Rich Americans, I assumed there would be a lot more stuff Asians. Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Americans would be on meth. Oh, my God. Yeah, they would. Okay. (laughs) Different. Very different. Mm -hmm. But I just mean that I'm always surprised... I, I, I'm surprised that I didn't see more of the drug. But I wonder use. if you, if that's sort of frowned upon, especially in those higher up circles within the cast, where Maybe. you know what? No, you got to straighten up, fly right, and do this, do that. You can drink or do whatever, but none of that because Keep then you're, bad. you know, making our family look bad. Possibly, possibly. You know, these ladies put people. a lot of pressure on these kids to be a certain way. Good lord. <laughs> Yeah, that was the shocking point where he's like, are you going to marry her, though? Because, like, you did this last time, too. You came in and you were sure that you're going to take over the family business. And then he just kind of bounced. And <laughs> Yeah, well, and I do appreciate the end because I once it was done and I was home and just kind of thinking about it, it was just kind of like, so the mom finally figured it out that this was the person that her son needed to be oh, with. Oh, because after she said, I'm not taking him away from you. Right. And so... Because the whole right. issue was tradition. Right. And the sacrifice that you have to make in order to do this. So this woman sacrificed her love for this 
family and to make sure that the person that she loved could continue the traditions of his own family. So that to me, I was like, oh, well, that obviously is the ultimate sacrifice, right? That just shows that she is worth it because she gave up her ambition and what she wanted and and her happiness for someone else. Well, I think she finally also saw the, the parallels, the, you know, because she hadn't, like, part of her, I think, was trying to save her from the same fate that she had, which was she was ousted from the family because she wasn't supposed to marry in. I really what they don't. Did. I think you're giving the and mother then, a lot more credit. I don't. I think that that's truly like there's that small little smidgen, but the rest of it was like this is how it needs to be. And I think, particularly, I think in the scene with Mahjong where she had the pieces and they saw like the pieces together and the different family and the meaning of them and her realizing being like, I kind of have a choice here where I I think that there was a little bit more. I feel like you've given her a lot more credit. I feel like she just, that's her deal. And I think part of what you're saying is maybe true in the fact that she she gave up her ring, gave up her ring, but also she, this woman did make and remember this was her big deal. Sacrifices. You're not going to sacrifice yourself or anything you want because you're American. Right. And she did sacrifice everything for her that she wanted and that she desired, regardless of that, because she understands the fact that family is important. Right. And that is the biggest thing. Well, that's not the mom telling her that she... I don't feel like it has anything to do with the mother in terms of any of that stuff, of her trying to be like, you can save yourself from my situation and all that no, kind of stuff No, like no, I think that that was a small portion of her realizing in that moment of being like, okay, there's a way that we can do this where it's still, like, we can still stray from this tradition and still be traditional. Because, like, she gave up that ring. Sure. Making that a new tradition because right. her husband had to make that ring. Right. And so it wasn't part of the family. And it's like, now this is a part of this family. Sure. And that's and, fine. Right. But because she sacrificed herself right. for that, that's why that happened. And and they showed how important that was, too, I would say. Because, like, when um his sister, the, the husband ran out. Does not have a sister. It no, the cousin, cousin. Ran out. And the grandmother, grandmother and they're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> what is the grandmother? Like, never shows up for these because family's there. Right. And at the end of the day, this is what you do. Right. And so it's just such a complicated tapestry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> families are a bitch. I'll tell you that. It's true. No matter what but, ethnicity. But it was a great movie. It was. Even though it was a rom-com. And there were points where I was like, ugh, what else? <laughs> and Aquafina was the best. Aquafina was the best. <laughs> she was the greatest part of that whole The writers had some fun with her character. Movie. And I, I wonder if she just ad-libbed a bunch of that shit, because why not? Possibly. I love when Ken Jeong was like, so you became a professor and all, right. all this stuff like that. And she came back as just like Asian, Asian Ellen. <laughs> And I love when uh, she drops her off and she's like, no, no, no. Yes, I fucking come to this party. And she opens up the trunk. (laughs) She has different occasion outfits. Yeah, cocktail, walk of shame. No, we'll do this one. She's like like, tossing between like walk of shame and cocktails. (laughs) (laughs) We need to have that kind of shit in our trunks. I know. I feel like I used to have that back in the day when I was in just you know we have like the a special care package in yeah. case you need to take care of your business for sure but mm-hmm. not a full-on like no. outfit oh and now we're new going shoes, new whole yards. <laughs> i mean when she got out i was like oh she's 
wearing the same this, clothes. Yeah, well, pajamas. Yeah, her pajamas. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, but then she was like, boom, I'm going to change. And then she was fabulous. And the fact that she was fabulous, even though she was still, like, the quote-unquote best right. friend character, was great. And then, you know, obviously tropes, like, they did the whole, like, changing from, um, from, from, I don't want to say Cinderella to Cinderella, but, you know, whatever Cinderella was before to putting her in a beautiful ball gown. Oh, and the whole, like, from, like, the... Cha- pretty Woman time, where they're changing right. the clothes and doing the whole fashion show and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff like that. I mean, to be able to have that much money, just to be like, no, let's just cycle through a whole bunch of whatever, <laughs> and let's do your hair and makeup. Don't worry, girlfriend, we got you. I know, it's nice. It must be nice. God. Yeah, the best I have is <laughs> one dress... And then what can I do to make everything look new and, and fresh? Well, I mean, it's the choices we make. It's true. You could. So, that's a, so I guess the moral of the story is is that we need to go into millionairematchmaker.com, put in our profiles, right? I don't know how successful <laughs> I would be on that. Well, they would definitely say you have to straighten your hair. I'm not doing that, so that's not going to happen. And you'd have to dye it blonde. And I'm... I just, you know, like, I feel like I'm a little, have a little too much melanin to make that happen. Especially, like, if I need to find a super rich Asian. Mm. It's a whole other story. Like, I don't know if we need to now think about this avenue when we're doing our whole, you know, 2019 dating scenario. Like, we were trying to date abroad so that we could get the fuck out of this country if we have to. It's true. Now what? Now this throws another wrinkle in the mix. Mm. Do we need to start to learn Mandarin? Like, what's going on? I'd say why not. Well, I mean... Or we could just go to Canada. I mean, I'm sure there's a Canadian dating website. I feel like there's no crazy rich Canadians. (laughs) That just is not, like, I can't even imagine. Crazy rich Canadians. Well, Canada, if you have crazy rich people, let us know. (laughs) Um, And by crazy, we really do mean crazy. Not like, oh, kind of, you know, whatever. Don't you know? Just go to Tim Hortons and just, like, buy everything off the menu. We're we're just doing good, eh? Yeah. Like, real rich people. I'm sure you have your own problems, too, right, Canada? Please? (laughs) Don't make us be by ourselves. I mean, we're already by ourselves in this podcast. I mean, we were already told that, essentially, as Americans, as soon as we become refugees, that we're welcome. Well, I don't know if we're going to be welcome anymore. That was initially. It's true. He done fucked up. So we might not be. If I was other countries, I'd be like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Germany would accept us. I'd be like, fuck you. But they'd have to. That's what a few of my German friends that I made that I was overseas, because they were the first countries to say, yep, refugees, welcome. Yeah, I don't think they would accept Americans. I think it's a caveat. There's like an asterisk by <laughs> us. They, I just mean that they literally were like, we have to be the kindest country because well, no one's what forgetting they did World in the War past, II, But like you no also don't want to bring more neo-Nazis into your That's country. Very true. That's so very you can't true. take the refugees because you're not certain whether or not they are neo-Nazis. <laughs> So, You'd be welcome. Maybe. Maybe I'm a neo-Nazi. Are you a neo-Nazi? I do watch a lot I, of Hitler documentaries. I haven't been to your new house yet. Oh my god. <laughs> You're I a neo-Nazi. swastikas everywhere. Mm, I is... told you about that story, right? What? About my friends when I was in elementary school. Our neighbors downstairs, so we live in an apartment building. I was best friends with some Arab Americans. And their mom would take care of me after school ended so we'd walk up the street to school and come back and but I would stay at her place and so they had older brothers who 
literally their whole bedroom just had like all fucking Nazi paraphernalia, like swastikas, like their whole room was papered Hitler. Their whole room was papered swastikas. Their whole room was like totally Hitler, like Hitler. And was their mom like, it's just a phase or? I don't, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) she really didn't have much of a say because she's a woman and Uh all that kind of stuff. And, um, I didn't know what that was back then, right. right? So I didn't even bother to tell my parents. I don't know if they fucking have known what it was back then either. But they were super nice. Like, they were never mean to me. or They never treated me differently. And they they had one brother who kind of had some issues. He was probably the main one of the Hitler youth. But he would, wouldn't really come out of the room necessarily. No, in general. Oh. Like, he would just kind of hang out, looking out the window. And just, like, there might have been some kind of... I don't know if it was social issues or right. learning it. Something was wrong. But there was um there were three brothers and then one, two, three, four sisters and the mom and the dad. Yeah, so Did they talk to you about it or it was just there and you're it like, just okay. was there, like how long did it take you to Until I was older and knew what the fuck fucking <laughs> Nazi was. And I was like Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my God. Were you gone by then, I assume? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we moved. When we moved, I was in, I want to say, like, third or fourth grade. Wow. But they were my super best friends. Like, Right, right. Well, you know, the only reason I ask is the people that I knew who were doing it, it's because they didn't know the connotations behind it. To them, they, no, them, they knew. Swastika meant anarchy. No, they knew what it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but I think it was more against Jews than anything else because I believe they were Palestinian okay. Americans. Like their dad was from Palestine. I think they were from Palestine. Their dad was from Palestine. Their mom emigrated here from Palestine. So that might have been the whole thing of why they would hate Jewish people. But it wasn't anything towards other people, at least in my experience. Like I never God, experienced anything. I had, I obviously had been in their room and seen all their stupid paraphernalia, not knowing what the fuck it was, mm-hmm, just thinking mm-hmm. they were weird. But yeah, it was really surreal once I realized what it actually was. I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I was wow. hanging out with neo-Nazis, girl. Jesus Christ. Brooklyn! <laughs> what a... <laughs> oh. I, yeah. I just remember any time... My friends, if they ever tried to make jokes or anything about it, I'd be like, are you fucking idiot? But that's about as far as it would go. But I didn't know anybody else But we were in a white country. And they were my only, I, my first friends were white. Mm -hmm. So, or whatever, they were white, they were Arabs. So I was just like, okay, well, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time. I wish I could catch up with them and see how they're doing. Although at one point I think we were, but I don't know because it was really strange because the chick who was like my close friend, she finally reached out to me on Facebook, but then it wasn't under her name, but it was under her husband's Facebook. And I was just like, well, that seems weird. And she kind of gave me like, we would email back and forth and she gave me an update. And the next time I went home, I was like, well, we should definitely meet. And then I never heard from her. So I was just kind of like, I don't know if I'm being catfished or weirdness but like legit pictures of her and pictures of her I family would say that you're getting catfished that seems more like a situation where it's still doing the tradition mm-hmm. that there's only so much she's allowed to do possibly i mean my mom she was really good friends with someone growing up she was dating someone and he was controlling of every mm-hmm. single That's move possible. she made 
And although I don't know, I remember she wanted to. There was this movie called Angel. It was about an emerging oh, yeah. prostitute, and she wanted to be Angel so bad when she was when we were young. Like she wanted to be Angel. So I don't know. I always felt like. <laughs> The younger ones would have probably tried to branch out of that because their middle sister was supposed to be in an arranged marriage and she ran away from home. The older sister got married and was in an arranged, you know, mm-hmm. marriage. So I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully they're I mean, cool. some of those work out and some of those don't. Yeah, it's, it's always interesting because they actually, statistically, they've shown that they last longer. Yeah. But I think that that's because, for the most part, after it's... It's not love at first sight always. It's a, you have a partnership and you create a marriage and then love comes from that Mm -hmm. if it happens. And so, yeah, that's a whole other issue. (laughs) Different podcasts. I mean, to be fair, they talk about that a little bit. True. Right. Because. Because, yeah, there was that point where that woman. was supposed to marry somebody else and that was supposed to always be the way that it was. And then it wasn't. He found this, you know, low class. (laughs) (laughs) Smart lady from who would pay his way? NYU. <laughs> you. That's like everybody's dream. You married an economics professor from NYU. <laughs> oh, I don't care who she is. <laughs> oh. oh, but she's American, so. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> oh well. And I'm proud to be an American. God, I hate that. Except song. when I'm abroad because nobody else likes us. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else? Oh my gosh. I think it was a great movie. Be finished. I think it was a great movie. I think that everybody should watch it. Can't wait for the next one. I would possibly read the book, too. Yeah, I wouldn't read the book, but it's cool that I watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> If there was a Black Panther book, I wouldn't read. I mean, there's a comic. I'm not reading it either. So there you go. Well, to be fair, each comic book is like $5 each. So it would be very expensive for you to catch up. Well, I mean, I wouldn't. Obviously, I went to allegedly see that movie three times and I only saw it twice. So I don't care as long as they get all the coins in the land. I don't give a shit, right? So that doesn't matter to me. So buy the book multiple times and then give them away as gifts. I'm not buying the book, though. I would, like, just pay to see the film again because, really, it's the film that you want to have the money so that the white people who make it know, oh, people actually want to see this. Like, I'm waiting for now a new Bollywood movie to come out or something, a Bollywood American movie Mm. other than Pride and Prejudice, Bride and Prejudice Prejudice, to come out. That would be great because I would be right up front and center, (laughs) obviously, watching it. I think that's a whole other thing that we have to have a conversation about, the whole how into Bollywood movies you are. Because you never talk about it really. Into Bollywood movies, I just watch Namaste America which now we don't have necessarily anymore here, but anytime I go home, I watch it still. I just was, I like the music. It's not a bad thing. I just mean. It's just saying, like, yeah. that's what I should probably be listening to if I ever go, go through a breakup again. <laughs> well, that can happen soon, Tamu, because we should start getting on that dating. No, but, it, but I <laughs> don't intend to have to listen to sad songs anymore or make myself happy because of a thing, right? So that's my, my game plan. All right, well, good game plan, yeah. good game plan. All right, well, we didn't do this before, but housekeeping, mm-hmm. rate, review, subscribe. Just share it. You can, yeah, share us. Review and share. That's pretty much all I care about anymore. Yeah. Just Tell other people. It, share it with other people. You can find us on Twitter at Bad at Love Pod. Find us on Instagram at Bad at Love Podcast. You can email us at Bad at Love Podcast. 
at gmail.com. Whatever. Anything you need, you can send us little audio clips, questions, thoughts. Maybe if you'd seen the movie, you can give us a shout out on what your favorite part was. Yeah, let us know whether or not you think I'm right or Mallory's right about the mother's decision at the end of the movie to give that chick the ring, whether it was because she sacrificed it or whether it was because whatever the fuck she I said. I mean, she. I, you can see the sacrifice that happened because she saw her nodded, so then she knew what she understood, what she was doing, and then she, like, booked it away. She, like, left the party. Her mom did. Or oh, his yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can see that, yeah, she sacrificed. But I also think there was a little more there, too, on why she sacrificed. I don't think it was just, like, just for his happiness. I think that she finally realized and understood and was like, okay, this is my contribution. Because she was in the family, technically, at that point then, wasn't she? She still wasn't, because the mom still hated her. Yeah, but she was there at events and shit. It doesn't matter. She still didn't like her. Remember when they were making dumplings yeah. and, and all that stuff? Yeah, she said you're not like, doing right. it. So right. she would still never be. And that will probably still be um, what's-her-face's fate as well. She probably will still never oh, yeah. quite muster up. But that's why I think... But she sacrificed for her son. She's like, okay, well, you know, you did sacrifice for my son, so I guess... Like, you're worth it a little bit. Hmm. Even if you're American. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's doing the same. I mean, they're just starting the new tradition of there is no tradition. As long as you're happy in love. I Aww! feel like there's still a tradition. We'll see what happens if they do make another one and she had to give up her professorship mm-hmm. and her tenure. That was my, my first thing. Is to I was travel. Like, well, not just travel. To just be a to, housewife or whatever. Because that's mm-hmm. what he's doing, for sure. Because yep. all of a sudden that means he's giving it up. Because he has to be CEO. Well, maybe she doesn't live in New York and do it. Maybe she teaches economics in Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> Alternate ending! <laughs> Alright, well, cheers! Deuces! Fucking hit them with the fish in the face. <laughs>